Thanks for stopping by. This is Katie, and you're listening to the Katie Orr Podcast. Today, I want to look at a very common misunderstood aspect of our sanctification. Now, sanctification is just a big fancy word for saying that we are all in process. As, as believers in Jesus, coming from our old self, the person that we were before we met Jesus, and we're becoming more and more of a person that looks like Jesus. And this is not a work of our own. This is God's work in us. We see that in a lot of different verses, but some of my favorites are Philippians 1, 6, and it says that I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. That's what sanctification is, the, the work that God is doing in us until he brings it to completion. So this sanctification, this process of becoming more and more like Jesus is ve- can be very confusing, um, especially in wondering, okay, what is my part in sanctification and what is God's part in sanctification? Obviously, we know God has a huge part in sanctification because I've just said that. It's his work. But if we do nothing, if we don't do anything that's going to help in that process, will we still become sanctified? Now, I do. Be- I believe that God works in spite of us very often. But the process of sanctification definitely involves us. We have a part to play. So let's look at what that part looks like. Um, Ephesians 4, 22 through 32, um, we see this right off the bat in 22. It says, To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. Verse 23, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. So we, we see a bunch of commands already in these few verses, and on all the way, verses 25 through 32, a ton of commands. Um, do this, don't do that, um, be this. But the, the main command here, I believe, is to no longer walk, which we see earlier in verse 17. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. And when Paul, Paul is the writer of Ephesians, and when he says Gentiles, he's, he's talking about those that don't know Jesus. And he's saying, you need to no longer walk as those who don't know God. You need to walk differently. And so that, the, the command here to no, no longer walk is, I really think, the main point of this passage. Now, earlier in chapter 4, verse 1, he tells us to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which we've been called. So he's already started this, this idea of walking. Um, and then further on in Ephesians 5, verse 2, well, starting in verse 1, it says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. Verse 2, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. So there's this picture of walking, and he says, walk, later on in verse, in chapter 5, walk as children of life, of light. Verse 15, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise and be wise. 
And in Ephesians is not the only place that uses this walking imagery. In Galatians 5, a very familiar passage about the fruit of the Spirit. Um, before it gets to the fruit of the Spirit, in verse 16 it says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And the flesh, when the Bible talks about the flesh, it's talking about just the part of us that was before the part of us that is us before Jesus and even when we meet Jesus and put our faith in Jesus our flesh still clings to us it's still there we still have old patterns and old thoughts and and um, habits that are in us and that is our flesh as the Bible calls it and then still in Galatians 5 verse 25 says if we live by the spirit let us also walk by the spirit and many other translations say to keep in step with the Spirit, which is the idea here. So I, I hope already just from reading those verses, you're seeing, okay, there is something to this walking. And I, and I think this walking really is that we have choices to make every moment of our lives. But as we think about the choices that we make, I really think it's so important for us to make these choices with, with the backdrop of realizing that God is working in us. As we've talked about, He is in the process of sanctifying us, of making us become more and more like Jesus. And I think that, that a key that we see in Galatians 5.25 of keeping in step with the Spirit. The Spirit is at work. And it's our job, our part of sanctification is keeping in step with what He's doing in and around us. It's not that I need to make myself more of anything. I cannot do anything on my own. If I try to sanctify myself, just me, just Katie here, I don't, I don't need you, God. I can, I can make myself like Jesus without you. <laughs> that cannot happen. I cannot make myself like Christ on my own. Um, so that... That is our part, is looking and seeing, what is God doing already in me? What have I heard from Him already? What do I hear in my spirit and feel in my spirit that God is saying or wanting me to do? And it's in those moments that we walk, that we choose to do what we feel like God is telling us to do. So it's this choice of our old self versus our new self. And there's, there's so many moments, so many moments where I know God is saying, you know what, this is probably the better choice, yet I choose the other choice. <laughs> Mainly um, because it's easier a lot of times and because it's what I'm used to and it's because it is what the earthly part of me, my flesh, my body, it's what I want a lot of times. Even though I do want what God wants best. It's it's a conflicting desire. So one one kind of way I've thought about how how this works is you think about when the turn of a new year comes and you know we go from 2013 to 2014. A lot of times I will catch myself writing a check or writing out a date and putting, you know, when 2014 comes along, I will put 2013 because I've just been used to writing that. Or maybe a month changes and 
it's it's September and then it turns over to October but I signed something with 09 instead of 10 you know that the reality is it's 2014 the reality is not what I wrote on the paper even if I wrote that it was January 1st 2013 the reality is it's 2014 but the old pattern of me writing 2013 um, I in I will never get over that until I start choosing. I've got to write 2014, 2014, 2014. Every time I try to write something down, I've got to make that conscious decision to write down 2014, not 2013. And what happens over time? Well, hopefully by March, <laughs> maybe sooner, I stop having to think about it. I just write 2014 without even thinking. Um, so that it, it's kind of a silly example, but I, I think this is similar to seeing that we have old habits. We have things that when somebody steps on our toes, our habit is to lash out. You know, I mean, whether that be your f physical toes or emotional toes or, you know, when somebody upsets you, when somebody upsets me, my first thought is, you know, not a lot of nice things. That will always be the case. If I don't make the choices to say, okay, this is how I feel, but how, how does, how is God wanting me to act? How do I already know in his word how he wants me to act? You know, and I, I see a lot of people, and I have been there, I have been there so many times where I'm feeling kind of like my faith is kind of lackluster. It's just kind of bleh, you know, and I really want to grow. And so I feel like, oh, I need to start a new Bible study, or I need to to find something new and fresh, and that's going to be the difference. That's what's going to help me grow. The reality is I don't need any new truth. I already know more than I can obey at this moment. I just need to obey in this moment right now what he's asking me to do, what he's already at work doing in me, and stick with that and choose well in those moments to choose the new and forget the old. So I hope this has been um, helpful with something that I often struggle with, um, with understanding what's my part, what's God's part. So thanks for listening. And um, if you have enjoyed these podcasts, I would be honored if you'd leave a review on iTunes or share this with, and or share this with a friend. That will help more people get to know about these podcasts and hopefully they'll be helpful for them as well. So thanks for listening, friends. Bye-bye.